Tell me what happened, I asked ma'am. Torn as I was between conflicting duties, I can't leave here. I'll tell you when you get home. Hurry. I'm in an awful state. God only knows what I'll do. That did it. I snapped my phone closed and looked at Andrea, who'd obviously figured out something was up. Everything okay? she murmured. It's my dad. I could see on her face that she too thought that my father had booked the kicket, as he himself used to say. There I am, talking like he actually is dead. Oh, my God. Is this... Is he... Oh, no, I corrected. He's still alive. Go, go, get going. She pushed me towards the exit, clearly visualising a deathbed farewell. I can't. What about all of this? I indicated the ballroom. Me and Moses will do it, and I'll call the office and get Ruth over to help. Look, you've done so much work on this. What can go wrong? The correct answer is, of course, just about anything. I've been organising events for seven years, and in that time I've seen everything, from over-refreshed speakers toppling off the stage to professors fighting over the fancy biscuits. Yes, but... I'd threatened Andrew and Moses that even if they were dead, they were to show up this morning. And here I was proposing to abandon the scene. For what, exactly? What a day. It had barely started and so many things had already gone wrong, beginning with my hair. I hadn't had time to get it cut in ages, and in a mad fit, I'd cut the front of it myself. I'd only meant to trim it, but once I started, I couldn't stop and ended up with a ridiculously short fringe. People sometimes said I looked a little like Liza Minnelli in Cabaret, but when I arrived at the hotel this morning, Moses had greeted me with, Live long and prosper, and given me the Vulcan split-fingered salute. Then, when I told him to ring the screen guy again, he said solemnly, That would be illogical, Captain. No longer Liza Minnelli in Cabaret, but Spock from Star Trek, it seemed. Quick note. Moses is not a beardy biblical pensioner in a dusty dress and child molester sandals, but a hip, sharp-suited blade of Nigerian origin. Go! Andrea gave me another little push doorwards. Take care and let us know if we can do anything. Those are the kinds of words that people use when someone has died. And so I found myself out in the car park. The bone-cold January fog wound itself around me, serving as a reminder that I'd left my coat behind in the hotel... I didn't bother to go back for it. Didn't seem important. When I got into my car, a man whistled at the car, not me. It's a Toyota MR2, a sporty little, very little. Lucky I'm only five foot two, number. Not my choice. F and F Deignan had insisted. It would look good, they said, a woman in my position. Oh, yes, and their son was selling it cheap-ish. Men have a very conflicted response to it. In the daytime, they're all whistles and winks, but at night time, when they're coming home pissed from the pub, it's a different story. They take a penknife to my soft top or hurl a brick through the window. They never actually try to steal the car, just to mortally wound it, and it's spent more time at the dentist than on the road. In the hope of currying sympathy with these bitter mystery men, my back window sticker says, My other car's a banjaxed 89 Cortina. Anton made it specially for me. Maybe I should have taken it down when he left, but now wasn't the time to think about that. The road to my parents' house was almost car-free. All the heavy traffic was going in the opposite direction, into the centre of Dublin. 
Moving through the fog that swirled like dry ice, the empty road had me feeling like I was dreaming. Five minutes ago it had been a normal Tuesday morning. I'd been in first day of conference mode. Anxious, naturally. There's always a last-minute hitch, but nothing had prepared me for this. I'd no idea what to expect when I got to my parents' house. Obviously something was wrong, even if it was just ma'am going Lula. I didn't think she was the type, but who can ever tell with these things? He just packed a bag. That in itself was as unlikely as pigs flying. Ma'am always packs Dad's bag for him, whether he's off to a sales conference or only on a golf outing. There and then I knew Ma'am was wrong, which meant that either she had gone Lula or Dad really was dead. A surge of panic had me pressing my foot even harder on the accelerator. I parked, very badly, outside the house. Modest 60s semi-D.